All right, well, you just give me the cue. So are you just going to lace in your, your <laughs> intro stuff at the beginning or? No, I'll, I'll throw it in right after. All right, okay. I just got to get in the mindset. I'm a little uh, stoned. <laughs> got to snap into it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the week six power ranking show. Of course, it's me, your commissioner, El Patron. And for the annual power rankings episode, we got our boy Jesse back on the show. How you doing, Jesse? I'm great. Um, in Denver here, it was 80 degrees today. It's going to snow tonight. Um, looking forward to that and looking forward to being here. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. So I have to say there's been really a whole year's worth of anticipation for this follow-up episode of Power Rankings after they made such a big splash last year. How are your uh, emotions going into the research process? You know, I... I dislike doing it more and more each year because I know I'm going to hurt some people's feelings. Um, it really is a tough job, especially when we've got, I think, seven teams sitting at two and three. So really picking apart there is, uh, yeah, it's a tough task, but, um, you know, definitely going to offend some people, I'm sure. But um, this is the power rankings. It has to be done. Let's get started. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go down um, one by one and say a few things about each team. I'd love for your, uh, your weigh-in commish. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. So, number one, all right, um, I've, done, I've been doing power rankings for about three years now. I've never had myself at number one. Just want to throw that out there until now. So, I've got my team slotted at the number one. Um, I, 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 went, I went into this episode knowing that. I thought if if he was ever going to have a time to predict himself as number one, I mean, he's got the best case for it. You and Rob are in another category, but yes, why, why don't you continue? Well, thanks for that endorsement. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, so obviously the receivers are the focal point of my team. I've got four receivers on my roster. All four of them are in the top 10 um, through five weeks. So um, I'm really riding on them. I've got the best running back in the game. Um, obviously, I feel like I'm pretty solid about my depth and my tight ends, my RB2. Uh, obviously, quarterback is a big concern for me right now. I'm still working through that. I've been trying some guys out. Baker really shit the bed for me. Uh, <laughs> Baker, Baker's been a, a rough road so far. <laughs> a sad love story. And I'm, I'm pissed off because I, I was telling Sean, I was going back, back and forth between Baker and Carson Wentz um, on draft day. Um, like when I, when I had that pick and I immediately felt buyer's remorse as soon as I took Baker, I was going for the upside. Um, but I really wish I'd gone with Wentz. Um, that said, maybe Danny Dimes, you know, <laughs> really kicks into gear, but, uh, I've been playing around on, you know, streaming a little bit, but I think I can get through and um, I'm pretty confident at this point and I've got myself at number one. Yeah. What do you think about Christian McCaffrey MVP? I'm looking at his stats right now. He has scored more fantasy points than any other player in the league. He has 144 fantasy points already. Next up, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, all quarterbacks. Has has a running back ever been this dominant through five weeks? I hard to say, but um, yeah, I mean he's just been on a tear. I do worry about the durability a little bit. I think I read a stat that 
not last game, but the game before I was in on every single offensive snap. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> they're really uh, just milking that and I'm milking it too. Um, and obviously um, my team, as strong as it is outside of McCaffrey, takes a big hit if anything happens to him. So I hope uh, Ron Rivera down there in, um, in North Carolina can uh, keep my boy safe. I know he's dealing with some cramps right now after that backflip into the end zone. <laughs> but yeah, um, just going to keep rolling for now. Man, like perceived injury pain for your fantasy players is such a real thing. Did you, you know, you, I felt, that. yeah, I, I, I saw it and I figured you felt that I'd felt some earlier that Eckler took, man, especially when your guy's small and he's just getting raged on. It's just like, ah, yeah. <laughs> hang in there, little buddy. Maybe, maybe take the next one off, you know, maybe, maybe take a breather. Yep. Yep. I, um, I feel that whenever I see one of my guys go down, I'm like, <laughs> just looking for a sign of life. You know, the last thing <laughs> yeah. you want to see is that. Uh, Just wiggle. Wiggle for me. That's all I need. You see that um, Steelers quarterback, Rudolph, that went down? That was scary. I, I'd have to leave the room if that happened to one of my players. He went, yeah, he looked, he looked dead. <laughs> yeah. uh, last thing about, I, I think it's super funny that um, the Panthers, like two star players are these these white guys, McCaffrey and Keekly. <laughs> and like, those are like the... Um, the main guys down there in Carolina. Um, yeah, they're like wannabe Patriots. But all right, <laughs> let's, let's move on. Your team looks really good. Thank you. I agree. Um, yeah, let's go to the next. Sure. So number two, this may come to a surprise to some, but I'm sure not all. Um, you know, I hate putting him this high, but I'm going, uh, I'm going Shanos at number two. Respect. Yeah, especially at two and three, I know. Um, that probably won't sit well with um, some of our guys at four and one, let alone five and zero. Oh. But um, I, I don't know what happened last week. The team really shit the bed as a whole. I think he got lowest um, points total. Um, sometimes that happens. I I think Melvin is going to pick up some steam here. Um, and just looking at his team, real quick, Melvin should definitely get better. The, the Chargers are looking pretty terrible all across that offense right now, but it should only get better for, for Melvin. I, but I don't know if he has the ceiling that we thought he might have had going into the year with that Chargers offense. Certainly. I personally never like to um, – I like to fully diversify my starters. He's got Keenan and Melvin, so he's, he's put a big, uh, a big investment in the Chargers. They haven't been looking so hot from what I've seen. Um, but on paper, the team looks good. I think Calvin Ridley, um, there's a concern there. Brandon Cooks hasn't played up to his potential. Um, but overall, looks pretty strong. Obvious, I don't. And let me go out on a limb here and say I don't think he'd be number two in my power rankings if it weren't for a um, a trade that happened earlier in the season that you don't need to get me started on. Yeah, that was a very beneficial move for him. <laughs> he, he basically just parted ways with Tom Brady for Gordon and the Bears. Yeah, it is a bit of yeah. an overreaction. I mean, I... Not saying it's unfair. Just saying, great deal. It, it made me want to bring back trade vetoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the champ in at number two. I talked to the champ earlier today, and he, his expectations were pretty low. He was just hoping to be in the top five, so he's going to be pretty 
feeling pretty good to be uh, number two. I'm factoring in some luck of the Irish here just on years past. I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of squeezed himself into like the fifth or sixth seed and then made some noise like he, uh, he has a knack to do. I, I don't know what it is, whether it's the Irish blood, but you know, at this point, you can't discount it. So, yeah, I, I yeah. think it's. I think a lot could go wrong with the team, and um, but a lot could go right. So, yeah, I'm putting him at number two, and I'm predicting that I will beat him in the playoffs and uh, make him eat his words on um, drafting a white guy in the first round. We'll never, we'll never win a championship. <laughs> he did. He did pass up on McCaffrey and, and have those words for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right it's out there have to see how this how this plays out yeah who's in, who's in number three okay my number three um is disappointed i as i am to say because he auto drafted is no other than borelli so Ooh. yeah um i hate to say it his team just looks strong um so i've got to assume that there's some active roster management here um, he's bye weeks are already coming around and he's got, he's still got a bye week. It's only Wednesday, but, um, yeah, I mean, assuming he stays active, his, his, his team looks real strong on paper. Um, TY, I mean, Odell has been playing like shit, but I got to imagine that offense picks it up at some point. Yeah. I can't get worse. I don't think. Where Brelly got really, uh, blessed was. Cooper Cup, I like no. It's hard to tell between those three receivers who's going to get um, all the action, and Cooper's been that guy. Um, and yeah, yeah, clearly that guy. <laughs> Number three in uh, PPR last three games: twenty-two, twenty-two, twenty-seven. That's pretty solid. Yep. And then I, I'm not putting too much stock into Kareem Hunt at this point, but we are. Um, we are getting to week eight, which I think is when he gets back, or week nine. And um, Chubb's been looking all right. Uh, but, yeah, who knows what will happen. I think the Browns will probably throw some darts because, uh, you know, they're they're lousy right now. <laughs> and they'll probably take whatever they can get. So we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, I like his quarterbacks. Um, overall, a pretty solid team. I don't see a whole lot that can go wrong. He's already at four and one, and so I, I see him making the playoffs. Um, and then to get to the three spot is just winning um, a game or two. It's amazing how Matt Ryan continues to put up big numbers week after week, even after his team gets hosed. Yeah, I'm already back backpedaling <laughs> a bit because I, I have uh, like PTSD of Matt Ryan just like cooling down substantially after week five so um yeah it's wild to me because they've looked horrible all year yet he's the number six quarterback did you see that video on uh, barstool about the falcons fan in the tunnel yelling at all the players no (laughs) oh i gotta send that to you i watched that like 10 times um that's a that's an aside but i'll shoot that over to you Um, yeah but that seems looks solid yeah, that's three. And um, so number four, um, and he's going to hate me for playing Borelli in front of him, but that's four. I've got Rob. 
So Rob's disrespect. Yeah. The number one, number yeah. one points leader coming in. Ranked at four. Yep. Yep. Number one points leader, five and oh. Off to a great start. Um, I definitely think he's like I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be surprised if he's a championship team. I think anyone in the winner's bracket could be capable. Um Mahomes, nothing to say there. Gurley, I kind of gave him like some shit for this pick. I, <laughs> like I think he picked him in the first round. And I thought Gurley was a late second. He's definitely been playing um, playing the part. I do worry just about his durability long term. I factored that in a little bit. Like he's, we know he's got a, a ton of injury issues. I think that's a concern. Same with Saquon. Mark, yeah, Mark, he missed he missed practice today. Bruised quadricep. Oh, I didn't know that, but. Yeah, not a, not a surprise. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if some. He's just the type of player you worry a little bit about week to week. So yeah, and and to stop on Mahomes for a second, are, are we not worried at all about Mahomes? He's he's looked a little bit human the past two weeks. We knew regression was going to happen, but he's still the best QB in the field. Um, he's still going to put up points every week. But yeah, I mean, okay. He's not- well, we we really didn't know if regression was going to happen. We thought it would. But after week three, he was averaging 29 points a week. Mm. Yeah, I um, hadn't paid too close to attention to him. I knew he was just doing his thing. The Chiefs were undefeated until last week. So, um, yeah, I mean, he'll still be like, I think he'll be the top QB by the end of the year, but won't see the same numbers. He's definitely not carrying a team to the championship by himself. Mark Ingram, he's been raging. Um, Like, the Ravens look pretty legit but we'll uh you know just count on mark ingram still getting it done um where i have concerns with this team is the wide receivers and the depth um dj yeah dj moore has been good like that's 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 okay yeah so just a little bit outside of wide receiver two kind of in that wide receiver three category but after that it drops off a lot i mean he's starting right now demarcus robinson who I'm not even really sure who that guy is, but um, whoever he is, he hasn't been putting up a lot of points. And when Tyreek comes back, I just I really don't see him getting any targets. I did want to point out for before we move on from Rob, the Pat's D thing. Pat's D has really been um, really been playing above itself. Um, number one defense. I think you made the note that who is the next highest defense in points? The 49ers are number two with 60 points, and the Patriots have. 100 yeah so in the it's it's worth looking 20 at points per game <laughs> so far yeah 37 in one of those 25 in another um and they've been playing some bottom dweller teams miami the jets washington buffalo um their playoff schedule they've got dallas houston and kc so i know rob's been riding them a little bit and it's definitely played a part in his victories and i just i can't put a lot of stock in a defense over the long term, especially looking at their their schedule here. So um, that, that was one one thing I wanted to point out. And then um, Rob's waiver wire money, uh, twenty four bucks. He's been spending a lot. Um, so, and I think that's the least amount of money out of any any of the league members. So he's been going after it on the waiver wire, and but he'll be uh, kind of paycheck to paycheck at this point. Yeah, it looks like Rob. Is pretty comfortable with where he's at right now at five and zero, and he's just taking a couple lottery tickets with his bench. 
you got a bunch of unproven but potentially high ceiling players like Ronald Jones, Alexander Madison, Justice Hill, Miles Sanders, Chris Herndon. Uh, any of those guys could all of a sudden uh, blow up any week, and I think he's, he seems to be happy uh, that he invested in those guys early, and he's going to hope for a, a hit. Yep, yep. So overall, looking pretty good. Um, I could see him, his team making a big run. I mean, no disrespect, Rob, putting you at uh, putting you at four. Um, cheers to what you've been able to do so far at five and out. All right, so for the fifth, number five, I've got Guido in there. Um, when I'm looking at Guido's team, I think his his wide receivers really give me a concern, and so is his flex. Um, I think Tyler Boyd, um, we've got A.J. Green coming back, hopefully. Um, I mean, Cincinnati's off- offense has already been pretty shitty, but I think uh, A.J. Green definitely cuts into Boyd's production. Nicole Hardman at wide receiver two. I mean, I, I don't need to say much more. Um, <laughs> and LaShawn McCoy, it doesn't look like he's going to have that lead role in KC. So feel a little bit shaky about that. Um, he does have Galladay on the bench. And um, I think that's that's got to be one of his starters going forward. And then we'll see what Will Fuller does. He... Uh, he had he just exploded last week for like 46 points pretty pedestrian up until that point um i think this is one of gato's tickets here if he can cash in on fuller um and he just continues like above average production that's much needed right now looking at his wide receivers and his depth yeah and at kc next week i just think that's an ideal start and what you expect will be a high scoring shootout game i mean he could easily score another two, three touchdowns. Yep, yep. I think he's a must start. Doesn't look like he set his lineup for the week yet. But um, and then we've got Guido hanging on to AB <laughs> through, the, through the thick and thin. Um, you know that's what I, I'd expect from Guido. Um, he's kind of bo- boomer bust. He's he's waiting for that hopeful news. And uh, yeah, I mean, I personally would would have dropped him a few weeks ago, but he's hanging in there. I want to see how owned Antonio Brown is. I feel like so many people jumped at the opportunity to like take a little bit of moral high ground and drop him once he got dropped by the Patriots. Oh, Guido has no moral high ground. <laughs> <laughs> he's not the first to leave the table. Uh, yeah, Guido just got zero emotions. <laughs> I love it though. I I, I love yeah. that he's hanging on to AB. I love that uh, we've got um, yeah. He just he throws out the ultimate risk. I know a lot of his uh, his flyers haven't really panned out, but um, he's hanging in there. He's at four and one. He's got a good record. Uh, still a lot of question marks though. Um, and then Zach Ertz at tight end. I mean. I think we knew he'd regress a little bit. He hasn't really been playing up to his standards last season. Um, but he's still one of the best tight ends out there. So, yeah, it looks solid overall. Yeah, Guido's team, it's like it definitely has the upside. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't look like it, it's going to be consistent enough to, to get there, but I could see it happening for sure. Yeah, those wide receivers are a real, uh, a real concern. But overall, yeah. he's, he's, I mean, Aaron Jones, Russell Wilson, they've definitely been playing above, um, 
I think their expectations. So he's Russell got Wilson's the number one quarterback right now. Is he? I did not know. He. Whoa, he's slinging it. Yep, it's him, then Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson are basically all within five points of each other. Do they all have something in common? Yes, it's the <laughs> it's the the new age quarterback. It's a new there's a new preferred design for quarterback, and it's one with legs. And I think I think we're starting to see it absolutely dominate the NFL. And what's interesting too is seeing young guys being able to come in and be effective right away because they can move around. Like watching Minshew come in and and, and be effective. Um, who else? A lot of young guys have been coming in this year and being pretty decent. Yeah, it's a new age. Kyler Murray's been decent. Jacoby Brissett has been decent. Now you're just naming all the black guys. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, Russell Wilson, number one. The old, the probably the most efficient, one of the most efficient quarterbacks of all time. He just he does it on such low attempts. It's it's wild. He's got, this is his attempt count, 20, 35, 50 was a big one. Otherwise, 28 and 23. He's only over 30 in two games, this, in two out of five games. And he is the number one fantasy quarterback. Well, um, yeah, I didn't know he was number one. But um, let's move on from Gatto. I, I think we've given him plenty of airtime. Uh, so number six, I know this won't come to a surprise to you because we um, <laughs> are recording failed on us but i've I'm got still you act excited <laughs> i've got you at number six commish oh um, yes <laughs> i'm so relieved i uh i liked your team even before i saw that um tariq was coming back i think that's going to be a huge a huge win for you um and a loss for others like the three other teams that are starting chiefs receivers so um that's looking good and Philip Rivers, man, what a bum. I <laughs> I think you got to do something about him. Um, he's just a bad look for your team, you know? I'm, I've been a Philip Rivers apologist for a long time, and after last week shitting the bed, I've given up on that. I've, I've retired it. All right. I'll be interested to see he, what moves you're he may still He may still have to start for me for a couple more weeks this season, but – I'm not expecting anything better than four points out of him. Well, that's a that's a pretty uh, you're setting the bar high. Um, <laughs> so I think that um, yeah, Eckler Eckler is really a big question mark with Melvin coming back. He's he's really I mean exceeded his draft value. Of course, um, been a huge bonus for you. We'll see what happens he's been with him. Great. He's the number three running back so far this season. Of course, yeah. a mile away from Christian McCaffrey, but right next to Dalvin Cook. And how how do you feel about Melvin coming back and how Eckler is going to perform here on out? I think I think Eckler is going to be worth starting all season long, and that's why I changed my team name to Eckler's Final Ride. It's, it's supposed to be sort of ironic because he's going to be in there getting it every week. Every week's going to be his final ride. I think that Melvin in the game opens up opportunities for Eckler. And I don't think Eckler is very good as a feature back. I mean, they were absolutely shoving volume to him the first couple of weeks with Gordon out and he was, you know, getting the points necessary, but he wasn't necessarily efficient. And I think that 
making him more as uh, a change of pace guy. And he's going to get the passing targets to have a high enough floor. And occasionally he's going to get the touchdowns and be solid like he's been. So um, I'm holding on. Cool, cool. Well, let's uh, hope that works out your way. And uh, Cortland Sutton, really a huge, a huge come up for you. Um, he seems like the go-to guy in Denver. So you look solid there in the flex. I think your starting lineup looks looks pretty legit outside of Rivers. And um, Jones, I think he's your guy. I think a lot of teams are pretty much bound to the fate of their their first pick. So yours being Julio. Um, he's already had an up and down season. We'll uh, we'll see what happens there. I think if he can really turn it on, then your team looks um, pretty dangerous. Yep, I think that's true. Julio's got a if Julio gets it going and Tyreek comes back strong, I like my odds. Cool, cool. Well, let's get into the back half of the power rankings, starting with uh, the seven slot. Ooh, the back half. <laughs> this is where we make the transition from the top half. To the back half. Just Thank want you. to repeat that last pick. Number six, last one in the top half was the commissioner. All right, let's let's get to, let's move on. Thank you for that. Um, so I've got uh, I've got Seperak um, coming into the number seven slot. Sep, if you're listening, I hope you had a great honeymoon. Um, <laughs> I hope it was lit. Uh, and yeah, you're in the number seven slot. I I look at. Um, I think you've got a really solid team all around. I mean, looks really good on paper. Uh, my some of my main concerns are around Jordan Howard. I said this earlier, but I think Miles Sanders Miles Sanders is going to get all the touches um, towards the end of the season. We'll see how much Jordan uh, Howard can cling on to that. Um, and then Dalvin Cook. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the Vikings. I know they've made it public that they want to pass the ball more. That didn't seem to affect Dalvin last week with 23 points. But, um, you know, Thielen and Diggs have been a little greedy. So uh, we'll see that if that affects uh, Cook's stock at all. Um, see, so yeah, then Sammy Watkins. Yeah, that, he, he needs to go to the bench. And um, let's hope Damien – what's that? I feel like – there was definitely a thought in my head at week one. It's like, did we just see the best like of Sammy Watkins that we'll see for the rest of the year? Probably. And yeah, it's been pretty much pedestrian since then. He was really fortunate to even have him in the starting lineup week one. I bet you most fantasy managers benched him week one and then have started him each of the last four weeks and have basically gotten nothing. Yeah, he. Uh, I think his time has come, especially with Tyreek coming back. So. Um, I'm not putting much respect in that name going forward. and um, But what I do like is Damian Williams on the bench. I think he kind of retakes that backfield. Um, side note, I tackled Damian Williams in high school. Uh, <laughs> no way. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, but he may have trucked me another time. Um, <laughs> That's even cooler, dude. <laughs> Uh, what, and then Gallup, I think Gallup has some promise. So the bench looks, you know, above average. Um, overall, you know, this team could pop, and um, yeah, but the team could go south. So kind of, we'll see what happens. I think definitely um, wouldn't be surprised if Sep ends up in the playoffs. But for now, seven slot. This team started out red hot. No one came out of the gate quicker than Adam. 
you had huge games from Deshaun and Sammy Watkins, which we basically we haven't seen again. Um, Howard, he hasn't really gotten that value out of Howard either because he had him on the bench in week four. That was his really only big game of the season, 31 points. Um, but he seems to be trending up. And yeah, yeah Dalvin Cook's been nonstop good, number two RB. So yeah, and I, I like the upside of Watson and Hopkins. I think this team definitely definitely has a shot to get it going. Yep, agreed. And then last thing, I think, I mean, Cook's one of those guys for me who's in like the same conversation as Saquon um, and whoever we just talked about earlier who's just injury prone. Who is the running back we talked about earlier? I think it was Gurley. Yeah, just kind of in that camp of guys you're, you're worried about week to week. So um, hopefully he stays in good health, and I think he gives Sepp a real shot. Yep, agreed. All right, on to number eight. Eighth spot, I've got Cole Mayer. So, All right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Both these guys, Adam and Cole, are trending up from years past. I'm glad you brought that up because I did some digging into the league archives um, <laughs> and well, I didn't do this for every team. Um, I kind of just at a glance looked at um, wins and losses dating back to 2015. And Cole has the lowest win percentage out of anyone in the league at 300%. So um, yeah, I mean, history, <laughs> hopefully he, uh, I think coming in the eighth spot will be a, you know, an above average finish given the, what history has to say. I think that um, Cole got the ultimate um, or had the ultimate wide receiver draft pick in Chris Godwin. That was really that was really a come up. Number one receiver, number there. one overall, taking targets away from my boy Mike Evans. Um, but yeah, overall he looks solid. This team, like this, is where it got real tough because I could have like. I could have easily seen Cole's team a couple notches up. That six, seven, eight, nine um, was real hard to place. But I think at the end of the day, um, there's you know, the tight end is a concern. Jack Doyle, Vance McDonald, uh, Lev Bell. I mean, again, going back to the first pick thing, um, I think you're really kind of tied to the hip at your of your first pick, and Lev Bell. We know the talent's there, but he's on the Jets. So, <laughs> um, I mean, they, they've just been getting eaten apart. So, Yeah, Darnold should be coming back soon. I think that can only be a positive. But their schedule doesn't look so great. Dallas, Patriots, Jacksonville. It's not, not beautiful. Yeah, not beautiful. I do like, um, is it Sonny, Michelle? I always kind of fuck this up. Is it Sonny or Sony? Sony. Sony. So I love that on the bench. Um, hope to see him in the starting lineup. Um, but yeah, Cole's team, I know, I know we're talking about the A spot right now, but I think it's a pretty, uh, we've got a lot of teams in the race still. And um, I think this team looks solid. I agree. Has some decent depth too. I like it. We'll see if he hits the waiver wire, waiver wire or um, I think he's still got 100 bucks left in the purse. But, 93. Uh, 93, okay. But, um, yeah, I think he could really kind of fix up and, uh, um, you know, just improve his bench a lot, hitting the waiver wire a little bit. All right, number nine, I've got uh, Super Cam. 
So Cam, when I looked at, I think when I left draft day, my thoughts were that Campbell may have had the best team. Uh, yep. So I, I think, remember that thought as well. He's just got a bunch of guys that have not been playing up to their expectations. I think we're at the point in the season where, um, like, you know, we've got a decent sample size too. So it, it's hard to say if they'll turn it around. I think there's definitely hope and this team could really, um, really kick into gear late in the season. But I mean, Stefan Diggs has played real below his expectations. OJ Howard was getting drafted as like a top five tight end. He's just, he, he's been a dumpster fire. Um, and number 31 tight end. Yeah. (laughs) dd westbrook he was supposed to be that sleeper that everyone was talking about that was going to be the go-to guy for the jags but turns out it's chark um yeah yeah robert woods is just we thought i thought he was going to be wide receiver one on that team he might be wide receiver three like stats wise and then mixon and connor both just on garbage teams and you, you never look to see that for your running backs, you know, kind of always playing from behind. <laughs> um, both talented guys. I was pretty bullish on um, definitely mixing on draft day, but we'll see. I, I think this t- team has a lot of bust capability. Um, Will Disley. I thought that was a great pickup, especially in that's a bright spot on the team. Yep. Him and Lamar Jackson. Um, I mean, will it's just been like a, a, a tight end wasteland all season. So to get him on the waiver wire, I thought was a big come up. And I, you know, I got to wonder what Cam was thinking about when uh, he, he's, has he shopped around Lamar Jackson to you? Cause I feel like he's been pretty strong with that sell. I don't know if he's got some insider information. We, we don't have. No, I actually haven't been offered, but um, <laughs> now that I know I'm not interested. I think Lamar did, maybe he was on to something. Cause I'm pretty sure. Lamar threw three picks last week. Oh, yeah. yeah he sort of fell. He maybe he fell from the sun. He saw some 11-point reg- performance. Saw some regression coming. That was a... He was probably watching film and was like, ooh, if we blitz the A-gap more often, we can just get in his face and disrupt him. So, Yeah, that's probably exactly it. Um, okay, so where are we now? 10? All right. So... This is the fun Don't part. Don't forget Max. <laughs> oh, oh, I won't. Um, so 10. Um, I've got Greg. And I don't know if this is going to upset him or make him happy that he's not in the last <laughs> year. <laughs> what, what was he ranked last year? Probably second to last, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, so again, trending up. Trending up, 100%. Um, so, Greg, before you jump on this, You've got the lowest points in the league. It's only by one, but you've got the lowest points in the league. Um, and points don't lie. Yeah. What I do like about Greg's team is Bredia, or Brita. I think that he uh, he's really he's coming up, and um, he you know Greg's lineup it looks solid. Like again, I think this is a pretty level playing field. I keep saying it, but there's a lot of potential in the lineup. Devonta. Uh, Lockett's been looking all right. Sanders, he's kind of got a lot of like, um, I don't see like a breakout star on his team, if that makes sense. Like no guy that's going to like carry him to the 
um, to the playoffs, but he's got a pretty solid team, so I don't see him taking the Sacco. Yeah, this doesn't look like a Sacco team to me. No. It's like a lot of solid players, but maybe not enough upside to uh, come back from his current record where he's at now from two and three. <laughs> I just looked at his bench. He's got three Giants players who all have a status of out. <laughs> Gallman, Sterling Shepard, and Evan Ingram. Wow. A lot of stock in the G-Men. Damn, he got got screwed last week by Gallman, and Brita blew up on his bench. Gave him, like, just enough that he would have won if he had put it in his lineup. After Greg sent that message out in the thread, I was like, he just sent out Breda, and I was like, oh, something must have happened. And I looked at it, and Greg was, like, down by 25, and Breda had, like, 26. <laughs> I didn't know that, but, um, wow, that means Greg would have been 3-2, and two, and we don't have a team at 3-2. and two. Um, Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, with I did read a stat the other day that Breda uh, has the highest yards per carry in the league, so I – yeah, he, he could be the good. he could be the real deal, and um, yeah, this team looks solid. Uh, you know, I'll say it one more time: it's a pretty even playing field. Um, I think any team could could rise above, but for now, I've got him at ten. And all right, I feel like two slots left. <laughs> but quick note on Greg: didn't he call out uh, Borelli or Max for not spending any of their waiver wire budget? I'm, yeah, and he, he totally did. And he's got a hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was a, a bid tactic, but um, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! All right, all right. Well, love you, Greg. Um, like Dash said, you're trending up. And last final stat on Greg: he's um, had the record of four and seven three out of the last four years. So um, he's consistent. He's consistent. Mr. Consistent. Um, all right. 11 and 12. So I've got Max at number 11. I know that reveals 12, but I've got Max at number 11. <laughs> um, he's obviously not making the playoffs. Um, at 0 and 5. No. <laughs> he's destined to the loser's bracket. But at this point, and – the fact that he's starting Mariota is just funny, but um, he's t- it's like he's given up. <laughs> Tough luck with Devonte, his first pick going down. Looks like he's coming back. So I think Max has pretty solid wide receivers with Allen Robinson, Devonte, and then Fitzgerald, um, <laughs> who uh, was destined for the waiver wires at one point. Now he's in. He's the number fifteen ranked receiver. <laughs> yeah, he's in the starting lineup where he belongs, and yeah, his running backs are solid. So Max just has a solid team. He's got Kelsey, obviously one of the best tight ends in the game. So, um, yeah, I, Mac has been great. Henry has been good, consistently good. What about Allen Robinson, though? Oh, he's been getting it done lately, too. Yeah, this team, he's just got to stop playing the highest scorer of every week. (laughs) Yeah, 707 points scored against. Um, I think that's the most by the next highest up is 615. 
But some guys like Borelli, I, I didn't mention this when I brought up Borelli at the four spot. I mean, or whenever I brought Borelli, this happened last year. Borelli has only had 433 points scored against, um, which is by far the lowest. So he seems to get uh, the mercy of the fantasy football gods, which I believe are Cuban. He has the best defense. <laughs> yeah. Always. He carries that. He carries that over season after season. Um, well, yeah, Max. It, it just feels like everyone's hard for him because everyone's just putting up points on on him. And uh, yeah, he's got a little shit emoji next to his points against on the league. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's like it's got to be someone every year. There's always someone that gets shit on. It's you know, it's. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but first five weeks it's been you. I think, um, however, if his team were to really start lighting it up, I don't think he's out of it at 0-5, considering that there are so many teams at 2-3. and 3. I mean, he's only two games out of a playoff spot, and he could have be playing a lot of the guys that need to lose. So if he gets it going, it could happen. Tough road ahead, but yeah. Can't, if this were the sleeper app right now and we were doing the percentage tracking <laughs> against, Max <and> 1%. <laughs> against Max in the playoffs, I'd probably put it at about 5%. That's generous. <laughs> uh, All right, so who is our Sacco ranking? Well, I think it's our, our defending Sacco, the Bear Jew. Um, hey, this, what happened? Has he not learned? <laughs> He's the only player that has a nickname for one of his players, that being Uncut Chubb, which I love, <laughs> but that doesn't get him any closer to winning ball and winning games. Um, dude, when I when I was uh, at the end of like the matchup that we had, I taunted his mascot and said, you know, better cut your chub. And then and then the next week, like Chubb went off and won him the game, and he changed, he updated his mascot to say, "You never cut your Chubb." Oh shit! I thought it was great. Thirty, yeah. Um, I didn't realize, like you said, he he totally went off in week four, thirty-eight points. Um, yeah, little. But then he fell back to earth, back to ten points. So, yeah, he he really needs that Chubb to grow if he wants to. If he wants to give up the the sack at the end of the season, yeah, I it, it's just I mean Frank Gore in the flex, he's got two Buffalo players, two Browns players. He's just you got to learn at some point. You gotta you gotta pick guys on winning teams. <laughs> he's so hipster, <laughs> and he's got a he's got a Raider on his team or two. He's got two Raiders. Two two bills and and two Browns on his team. So man, if fantasy were about wins and losses in the regular season, he'd be in trouble. I mean, I guess even without it, he's in trouble. Hey, look at his buy. Look at the buys going on this week. Josh Jacobs, John Brown, Darren Waller, Frank Gore, Jay Ajayi, and Jalen Rashard. He's got six players on the buy. Well, Jay Ajayi's been on a constant buy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> JJ is not getting paid right now. He's probably playing basketball at Fitness Quest. But uh, yeah. Saquon, obviously, like that, he got Saquon. 
well, like I, I don't think that's enough to bring his team out of the 12 spot. I worry a little bit about Chubb too with Kareem coming back. I think the Browns will use Kareem even as good as Chubb's been. So, yeah, I it, it doesn't look stinky, but I just you got to put someone in the 12 spot, and that's he's got the best kicker in the league. So it looks pretty stinky to me, <laughs> to be honest. But he's got the best kicker in the league. So his kicker intimidates me <laughs> for sure. All right. Yeah, I just the way he pieces his teams together. I don't know. It's a it's a little high risk, um, no reward for me. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. And he gave up on Melvin way too soon. I think. Um, so he got Saquon out like out of it, but yeah. I, um. Yeah, we'll see yeah. what happens. If Saquon doesn't doesn't get injured, we could be saying different things. But yep. All right. Well, uh, right that was the power rankings, guys. So reach out on the Sleeper app if uh, if you've got any feedback or any any gripes or complaints about it. It's going to run through those one more time, and I'll see how many I can do from memory. But I might need your help. So at number one, we had yourself. Number two, we had. Shanos, the respect for the reigning champ. At three, we had Borelli. At four, we had Auto Draft Bert. Yeah. Auto Draft Borelli, of course. <laughs> At fourth, we had Rob. Fourth, we had Rob. Fifth, fifth, Guido. Sixth, me. Seventh, below the fold. <laughs> Adam. Bottom half. Eight, eighth, Cole. Yeah. Ninth, Campbell, 10th, Greg, 11th, Max, and last, Zach. Yep. Fun. Those have been your power rankings of 2019. And take note, and we'll, we'll grade them at the end of the season. We should. And I swear, if Borelli wins this year, well, we can't let him win. And I don't think he will, but the fact that he's already 4-1 and one after auto-drafting. Um, Borelli, you're probably not listening but you got to join the draft next year, dude. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to ignore you like Baker did at that party. Oh, Make fucking sick burn, dude. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, great having you on the show. Best of luck to everyone in uh, throughout the rest of the season. But I'm, I'm getting a playoff spot this year. One of them will be mine. So I feel it. Get it. All right. Later, guys.